You're listening to In Good Company, a podcast by Sharp and Co. for business owners from all industries, all sizes, um, where we give you weekly tips, advice, um, insights into the world of digital marketing so that you can nail your digital presence. This is our first episode for 2021, making this season two, episode one of In Good Company. Um, Please do feel free to go back and listen to season one, where we did a long list of interviews with a whole bunch of very inspiring business owners and influencers and we hope that those might give you some insights um, as well to help you nail your digital presence. For 2021, for, so for season two, we're going to be doing things a little bit differently. We have spent quite a lot of time looking at In Good Company and how we can make it fun and interactive and um, more timely for the business owners out there who are needing help with their digital marketing. And so what we've decided to do is do this podcast on a weekly basis um, and also bring you the same type of content in blog form. So feel free to head on to our website shoutandco.com forward slash journal to read some amazing digital marketing tips and insights and advice that we've got for you there as well. We will also find us on Instagram and Facebook where we share a lot of tips. So there really is no shortage of of, um, insider secrets from the digital marketing world um, here at Shout & Co. So for today's episode, we're going to be talking about visual consistency. And all this week, we've been talking about visual consistency on our social media, specifically Reels. Um, You'll also find some information on this topic on our journal, and this podcast is going to be a version of all of that information. Um, So if you find yourself driving in the car a lot, um, stuck in traffic, wanting to upskill yourself in the world of digital marketing while you are cooking, um, doing your daily walk, that kind of thing, this this podcast is for you. So when it comes to marketing um, and why we want to talk about visual consistency in particular is because obviously social media is a very visual medium. And so if your visuals um, feel disjointed and erratic, it can really put people off and prevent you from really growing a meaningful audience. So when it comes to your marketing and your brand and amplifying what it is that you do, the visuals that you put out there, so your images, your videos, your graphics, your branding, will be one of your most important assets as a business owner and your businesses and will become your business's most important assets. But for them to really work for you and your business, they need to be deliberate and coherent. So there needs to be a bit of a visual strategy in place for your business, a random assortment of ill-fitting images, visual cues that really don't do much to help audiences, whether they're new or current, recognize and understand your brand um, 
they're actually going to chip away at your brand recognition. They're going to chip away at um, your audience numbers even. It's just not going to make for a, a very great and stable platform from which to build your business on social media. So the visuals that you're putting out there really do need to be consistent. They need to look like they're strategically placed. They're not just a slapdash approach. Oh, last minute kind of social media post. I don't really have much time right now. Let me just put this up and hope for the best. Once you have a visual strategy in place, it really does create a beautiful platform for you to be able to deliver amazing content for your audience. So when it comes to creating that visual strategy for your brand here at Shout & Co, we always start off with becoming intimately um, clued up, up to date on your brand guidelines. So we, when we start working with a new client, we give them a brief and in that brief we ask for the brand guidelines, we ask for target market, we ask for any learnings that they've had from their social media, what colors they want to amplify, the look of the models that they want to incorporate, all of that kind of thing because it's very important for us to be able to deliver a visual strategy that has been thought out. So we look at your core colors, your tone of voice, your target market, your look and feel, the fonts that you've identified and selected for your brand, the logo that you have designed, the taglines even that go along with your brand, all of that kind of thing. We cannot start working on a visual strategy until we've got that kind of thing in place. The golden thread, um, which we like to call it, that ties your whole visual strategy together is consistency. So what do I mean by that? It's the consistency in how we use your brand colors across formats. So the brand colors that show up on your website, they need to be consistent with the brand colors that you're using in your social media tiles and graphics. Um, any fonts that you have decided on, your font heading, your heading font, your body copy font, that needs to then work in with how we create the visuals as well. Because if we're overlaying text, if we're putting together testimonial tiles, that you um, splatter throughout your social media feed. Um, all of those need to work together so that when someone looks at your social media and then they go onto your website, they can say, oh yeah, this belongs to the same brand. Um, it's how we create images and video content for you. It's how we incorporate textures, props, angles, even lighting into the content. And I know that you might be thinking, now how can I give you my tone of voice and how will that enable you to deliver beautiful images that align with that? How can you take those apples and pears and put them together and make um, a beautiful fruit salad? Um, I will explain that to you in a second. Um, it also incorporates the patterns and the graphics on your newsfeed. Um, so it really does, this consistency is an umbrella within which your whole brand needs to fit under. So what we've done is we've looked at some general principles that will help us carve out a consistent visual offer for your audiences. Um, so we look at color, we've looked at texture, we've looked at the tiles and the graphics, we've looked at imagery as a whole uh, and the style of imagery. Um, so I'm going to talk you through all of those um, visual those principles now. We're going to start off with color because I feel like color is probably one of the linchpins when it comes to all of your when it, you know, it sort of underpins everything that you do in your visual strategy. So your brand colors, um, when you were designing your logo and your brand, you probably have, we should have a set of color guidelines as well. So this is your primary color, your secondary color, and then optional colors as well. 
these will form the basis of the color palette that you bring through your visuals. So for example, if you have chosen a brand palette that is made up of white, navy, and red, we look to create consistency by incorporating those colors, whether all together or individually, into your visuals. So this could be, and this will obviously depend on your business, your industry, the products or the services that you provide and offer. Um, but when we talk about this color and how we incorporate that, it's perhaps a vase of red flowers in the background of your origin story video on your about page. So if you were to phone us up and say, um, we want to do a origin story for our website, for our about page, um, the first thing, we'll, one of the things that we'll, we'll ask you is, all right, what are your brand colors? And if you say to me, white, red, blue, we will then say, right, we need to dress you and the set that we're videoing to incorporate those colors. So we'll put a vase of red flowers in the back. Um, we would ask you to maybe choose a jacket in either blue or red or white um, that we would have you wearing during your headshot. Um, so you can see how we're talking about bringing those colors, that, that your brand colors, into different visual um, formats for your brand. But when we then, if you were to come to us and say, I want product photography done, lifestyles for my brand, Again, my colors are white, red, and blue. We would incorporate things like white linens and props, maybe smatterings of blue and red props in your product photography. So we would be incorporating your brand colors into that as well. Again, I mean, this, this kind of concept works for your food for your food brand. So if you do drinks or beverages or food and snacks and that kind of thing, we would look to be including those your brand colors um, into those props, whether that, whether that's the color of the plate, whether that's the color of the table linens or the glassware. Um, so that is just how we create that kind of consistency. We also recommend being consistent about how you apply your brand colors into your other visuals. Um, for example, your tiles and your graphics, if you're wanting to use testimonial tiles as part of your social media feed, we would recommend using your brand colors um, as the background color or the font color um, just to create that consistency and brand recognition. So if you're just starting out on your brand guidelines and your color palette, and this is the point that you're at now where you're deciding on your brand palette, remember that it's not just about pretty colors and putting them together. It's about those colors that I've selected versatile, flexible, do they make for great imagery down the line when I'm creating my beautiful product photography or when I get shot and code to come in and do my headshots, um, when I'm creating graphics and testimonial tiles for my social media. You want to make sure that it's versatile and works with all of that. Now we're on to imagery. So this is really where we're taking a step out, I guess, not necessarily back, but a step to the side and saying now, you want to create imagery for your brand and it could be a selection of just plain product images on a white background for e-commerce, but it could also be lifestyle images. These lifestyle images could be a combination of in situ, i.e. being used um, as part of you know um, how a person or a client or a customer would use your products and services. It could also be models and studio and it could just be a flat lay image. But when we're talking about imagery, we're talking about all of those kinds of imagery. It could also be your headshots like we spoke about um, a couple of seconds ago. 
Your style of imagery, though, needs a thought-out level of consistency as well. So, so if some of your images are taken in very moody lighting while others are taken in very bright settings, then it's not going to look quite cohesive. It's going to look like a bit of a confused collection of random images. When it comes to our briefing documents, we go into quite a lot of detail within this topic to make sure that we understand your full vision. So we might ask um, things like, what kind of lighting must you ha must we have in the images? Do you want very dark and moody, or do you want very light and bright? What kind of composition are you looking for? Do you want very cluttered and maximalist and just very vibrant kind of um, imagery? Or do you want very restrained, very minimalist, very simple, paid back? Do you want us to incorporate some models into your imagery? Because their overall look and presentation really needs to tie in with your target target audience and target market. Because there's, for example, no use showing dogs in the imagery if your target audience is cat owners. Uh, what are the core props that you would like us to include when we're creating your visual content? Um, and because those Cool props will help to create context. So what do I mean by that? If you're a stationary brand, for example, we'll ask this question, what kind of cool props do you want us to use? And you might say, I want you to always have a pen or staples. I always want you to have um, paper clips, any kind of cool product like that that creates that helps to create that context. And those are the general types of props that we will use throughout your brand, um, the imagery that we're creating for your brand. When it comes to color, do you want the images to be full of color and bright, or do you want them to be a little bit more subdued and desaturated? Um, when we edit your images, do you want them to have an overall warm tone, very white and crisp tone, or do you want it to have a very cool tone? Um, so we take all of these kinds of elements into account when we're creating your visual strategy, and then once we have that visual strategy in place, how we create your images from there. This... All of this information that you give us, all of this information that you jot down, and you know, if you if you're working on your own visual strategy, all of this then sets the tone for how you set up, shoot, and edit your imagery every time, so that all of your images take that same sort of approach. They're all dark and moody, very but very minimalist, with a couple shadows, um, just to create a little bit of depth and drama. Those are the types of imagery that you will then create for your brand. Next, we're on to texture. So I really love playing with texture. And if you're unfamiliar with what that means, texture is really just adding in layers of, um, of textures and shadows and um, tactile. It's more of a tactile kind of um, element in your imagery. Because your images in the videos aren't just about who's in it or what's in it. It's, a, it's really about the feel of the imagery that we're creating as well. For example, and it's and it's about the feel that a person gets when they're looking at your imagery. So, for example, wood, it, uh, especially distressed or reclaimed wood, it gives off this beautiful, warm and rustic kind of feel. While marble it can be seen as very sophisticated and contemporary, linens uh, could be incorporated to represent a very subtle, natural approach. So, if you're into natural skin care, for example, linens, organic linens, um, cottons, bamboo, that kind of um, subtle texture really helps to um, drive home that whole ethos that your business has got going while we use shadows to evoke mystery and drama so there really are literally thousands if not uh, yeah just thousands and hundreds of ways to incorporate beautiful texture into your imagery so here are some of our favorite ways to do that that's 
handcrafted ceramics because they're uneven. Um, they have a beautiful patina about them. Cottons and linens, we generally opt to stick with more natural linens, but sometimes you want more drama. You want more mystery, you want more intrigue, and so you might go with a beautiful, luxurious velvet or a satin. Um, those kinds of fabrics work really well for, for skincare brands. Reclaimed wood, natural sheepskin, uh, ocean finds like shells, dried coral, sand, even driftwood. I am obsessed with driftwood. So we've got a whole collection just of driftwood downstairs. Dried flowers, foliage, painted speckled surfaces. Uh, you know, So when someone says, I want a textured background, colored background, we will add baking soda or baking powder, for example, to the paint. And that helps to give it a really um, beautiful textured effect. Hammered brass, hammered metals, um, melted wax on beeswax candles helps to just make it look less staged and a lot more natural. So when you're switching gears with your texture, you want a very sleek marble look. Very clean, simplified, minimalist, kind of sophisticated contemporary approach. And suddenly you start bringing in distressed wood and antiqued brass and um, you know rough linen and that kind of thing it's going to prevent your imagery having a very coherent cohesive feel to it so using reclaimed woods with imperfect handcrafted ceramics for example gives that feeling of rustic warmth while the sleek marble set against sculptured very high glossy high-end art gives off the opposite effect so you kind of want to identify your ideal family or category of textures uh, and innovate within that so it's not about using the same linen with every image but it's about saying how do I incorporate that beautiful um, rustic feel in my imagery with different textures but not having the same texture in each one because that could also get a little bit monotonous but it does what it does is it helps us if we're creating the imagery for you to find and locate different props that work within that same that same family of texture but if you're deciding to um, develop your own library of props it helps you so it sort of guides you when you're sourcing your props to identify props within that same family of props um, to add to your prop library um, so when I say innovate within that family, I mean, if you, for example, love the look of that reclaimed wood, why don't you try different grains or hues or painted effects and even, you know, photographing beautiful knots as part of the background. Um, so they're just different ways to work within the texture. And then the final sort of element, and this is by no means a exhaustive list, there are different ways to create that consistency but this is what we feel is the most um, common ways of quickly establishing visual consistency so this is not something that you need to go out and spend thousands of dollars to develop this is not something that you need to wait a certain amount of time to be able to put in place this is definitely visual consistency you could start it with today's prop uh, with today's post um, there's certainly no need for you to have to wait for something to happen, for you to be able to start incorporating visual consistency into your social media feed. So when it comes to tiles and graphics, um, these are great ways to really break up the visual, what could be a visual, very visual heavy uh, social feed. 
Content of this type or nature could cover any of these types of things. Inspirational quotes, if you are a business coach or a life coach or something like that, inspirational quotes were a great way to motivate, to teach, to enlighten, to entertain. Shopper testimonials, this is really great for retail brands who want to showcase that the products that they've got really work, what people have said about it. Um, you could also use your tiles and graphics for themes, like um, if you have a retail store which covers quite a broad range of categories, you could have something that says for the guys or coming soon or for the home or for winter, for summer. You could use graphics um, that way to showcase some of the different products that you've got within that particular theme. You could also use a single word like new or sale. Um, calls to action. This is a great way to use your um, your graphics and your tiles to really get people, your audience, to do something like enter to win, shop the range, discover now. Um, those kinds of things really help with calls to action and make them very effective ways of getting your audience to perform a particular action. But of course, it's about being consistent with the design and the delivery of these tiles and graphics as well. So when we present or you know create a visual strategy for you, for your brand, part of what we deliver will include the graphics and the tiles. So even if you don't want to include them right now, at some point you may want to, and you can see how your brand colors um, and your fonts and your tone of voice and all that can be brought into the beautiful graphics that we create. But of course, it's about being consistent with their design and delivery. So when we're creating a visual strategy for you, we will present as part of that pack your tiles and graphics, which you may not want to use just yet. You may want to use them at some point in the future, but at least you can see how it all sort of ties together. When we talk about the consistency of the design and the delivery, it's really the design in terms of incorporating your brand colors, the fonts, um, representing the tone of voice and the layout that you've determined for your brand. And then it's also about the delivery in terms of how you create a, a visual pattern for your feed. So you might want to just do it haphazardly every fourth or fifth post. You may want to do it every second post to create sort of like a checkerboard effect. Um, so it's really determining the consistency of how you will actually incorporate them into your feed that you need to take into account as well. So this is not all to say that your brand guidelines can't be tweaked, updated, changed, refreshed or through the course of your business's life. It really is just a template on how to visually present your brand to the market in a consistent way. So if you find yourself morphing, rebranding, it's really just to say how do I provide the consistency going forward and how do I bridge my previous visual strategy with the new one and creating one that creates a seamless transition between the two stages. Um, and of course, here at Shout & Co., we can help you craft your visual strategy, your brand imagery. So if you're looking for that kind of thing as a launching pad for your new business, get in touch with us. We're more than happy to help with that. If you're needing product photography to bring a existing, an existing visual strategy to life, we can help you with that. We can help you with your headshots if you're wanting to create a brand video that uplifts and upholds and represents your business and showcases who you, who you are and what you're all about. Get in touch. And of course, if you can't decide what your business needs, but you know it needs something, book a discovery call with us and we can walk you through it. 
and how it works and what the options are. So that is this week's um, edition of In Good Company, all about visual consistency. So follow us on Instagram and Facebook for even more digital marketing tips. If you've got any questions, feel free to message us um, at Bevan, B-E-V-A-N, at shoutandco.com. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at shoutandco and read our journal. It's got all of this information and way more at shoutandco.com forward slash journal. And if you've got any specific topics that you would like us to cover within this podcast, In Good Company, then please do get in touch. We'd love to hear from you because after all, In Good Company is designed for business owners. So if there's something that business owners out there are needing some help with, um, then this is the place for you to be. So we will see you again or chat to you again, I guess you could say, next week um, where we will be talking about video. So if you've got any specific questions around that kind of topic, please get in touch. Otherwise, we will be here again next week. See ya. Bye. links again www.shoutandco.com or you can get in touch with me directly at bevan at shoutandco.com thanks and bye for now